0: hey everyone welcome to the very first episode of the movie buffs podcast so
1: exciting roll that music the movie buffs I love that jingle. Hannah, speaking of things I love, how the heck are you? Oh my gosh, Erica, I am so good. I can't believe we're doing this. This is seriously such a long time coming. In the words of Taylor Swift, it's been a long time coming. Time coming. That's exactly right. Um, How are things things
0: over there? They are so good. I mean, right now I'm in New York City. It is about six o'clock um erica is across the pond across the atlantic
1: do you want to tell us what you're doing over there in the uk (laughs) i'm just camped out in the uk for the summer doing some traveling and yeah having a good good old time i had a lovely movie theater experience over here it's very different to the states so Um, different but, it, I mean, it, it was fun. I was in a movie theater full of children. I don't know what your experience was like. Um, but, yeah, I was in a theater full of children.
0: This weekend, we saw The Little Mermaid. Uh, yesterday, last night, the 26th, was the official premiere date of the movie. And we both saw it um, from opposite ends of the world. And it was just so weird not being able to text Erica right away and ask her opinion on it. Um, That's what I normally do at the end of the movie. I text her immediately. I'm like, what did you think? What did you not like? What did you do? And I don't know if you agree with this, Erica, but sometimes I feel like you can
1: be a little harsh.
0: Like, it takes a lot to please you.
1: Yeah, I think you definitely, I, I feel like we come at it and I'm definitely a lot more critical. Like, there is... <laughs> There is one scene that I am literally <laughs> dying to talk to you about, but we'll get there. <laughs> I'm laughing because I think you know. But-, but
0: I've just grown up with Erica, so I know exactly what takes her off. And I know what characters will bother her and what parts of the movie she will and won't like. So I just could not wait to talk about it with you on the podcast
1: to um just see if I was right. <laughs> Hannah, I have to ask. Had you recently watched, like, The Little Mermaid, like, the original? Or had this been, like, your first intro to it for, like, a hot minute?
0: No, I mean, I think the last time I saw it was maybe a year ago just because I needed something to watch and it was on Disney+. Plus. But, I mean, we just grew up with these movies, like, right? when you say, it? like, we just grew up... These stories are ingrained in our heads because we grew up watching Disney movies.
1: Definitely, definitely. I... I don't know if I was ever like the biggest little like even watching it last night. I was like, huh, there's kind of like a lot that I forgot or like I mean, everyone knows the story. But I definitely didn't wear this DVD out as much as I did like the other ones. But it it, it made me want to go back and watch the original. I don't know if you've felt similar. And it also made me really want to watch Little Mermaid 2. Remember with her daughter? I can't remember what. I can't remember what her daughter, like, the story is, but...
0: Well, it's weird because growing up, my mom would get these VHS cassette tapes from, like, Goodwill or something, and so sometimes she would get the sequels instead of the prequels, like the first movie, so I feel like I grew up on Little Mermaid 2 for a long time instead of... What's her? um, What's the daughter? Melody. Oh, my gosh, I
1: couldn't think. I was driving home last night. I was like, what the shat was that girl's name? I could not remember, but... Um, okay, so what was our theater treat, Hannah? What did you munch on as you enjoyed? Oh my gosh, Erica, I think you might kill me for what I'm about to say, but... um, I'm scared. <laughs> I literally had to bring grapes to the movie theater. Oh Are you insane? Are you insane? I know, it's like, it's,
0: lit- it's almost like sacrilegious I- between us because... You and me, we just value seeing a movie with a really good treat. Like that's just like so
1: important. I specifically to us. stopped um, and got a treat.
0: I know it's because okay. So me and Erica were just talking about how we kind of felt sick this week, and I kind of felt like my throat was closing up. So <laughs> I just felt like if I got a blue icy, my throat would have just literally exploded. <laughs> I know it's just be. I needed vitamin C. I, I just need it when what I feel sick. What are you
1: talking about?
0: <laughs> like, if you had a blue Slurpee, Erica, you would get you sick. You know what I'm talking about? It, like, when you feel sick and you feel like your throat is closing up, you just don't want someone something
1: sugar. Like you're on the verge of getting sick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so okay. <laughs>
0: If you know you're about to eat something sugary, you just know it's gonna decline your health rapidly instead of eating like an apple or something, you know?
1: Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, we've secured the snacks. Hannah, I think it's time we start to break down the little mermaid. Let's get into it. What did you think, Hannah, when you saw, like, the director announced in the screenplay? I mean, I don't know if the, like, directing team was as discussed so much, obviously, as the casting was discussed. I mean, I don't really think it's worth getting into any of that because it's just the whole casting conversation I hope is, is over. I hope people have evolved since then. I think it was just the most frustrating conversation occurring in entertainment to me i feel like the people who were upset by the casting choices were the
0: movie was not meant for those people because i was going to say last night i went to the theater There, surprisingly a lot of adults adults took up main like the majority of the seats but um all the kids that i saw were all black little girls and they were holding their little aerial dolls and just looking so excited and like this is the movie for them when i saw the cast list for the first time i didn't have any major hesitations i i was just kind of worried if melissa mccarthy would just be playing it as melissa mccarthy as ursula like sort of in roles we've seen her in already um but yeah i mean i don't want to spoil it but she did surprise me Okay, so should we go ahead and get into our overall impressions of the movie? Erica, I am dying to hear what you thought of the movie.
1: Okay. I was so pleasantly surprised. Like, I think I think it's really hard anytime a movie is discussed as massively as this one was prior to its premiere. I think there was so much buzz about this film. Back in 2020, when the original casting was announced, of course, then everything was put on hold, production was put on hold. So, this film has been in the media circuit for a long, long time and quite negative, I would say, negative leaning, <clears throat> not only for the casting purposes, but I think also there's just like a negativity around a Disney remake. And look, I I think so much of that Disney remake, like critique and criticism, is valid. I think there are some movies specifically we see with Disney that feel a little bit like cash grabs. And look, it's Disney, like most of them are cash grabs, but the prequels and the sequels and the remakes, I think we're just a bit oversaturated with them at the moment. So I think there's just a lot of negativity going into this film. That is hard to ignore. You know, we saw the CGI get dropped a couple of weeks ago and people were absolutely dumbfounded. Like, Flounder was shockingly scary. Erica, I
0: completely agree with you. I was genuinely surprised by this movie. I I loved it so much more than I thought I would. And honestly, I saw the teaser trailers and I was very scared because... It looked pretty dark. Like, it was very dimly lit. It was not the colorful movie I remembered. And I felt like they were covering up a lot of the CGI. And don't get me started on Sebastian.
1: Yeah, what the... Okay. He just looks like a crab, which he is. He looked like a crab. Good on you, Disney. He's a crab. But the eyes, my dog. I was just like, what the... He was like, yeah... Um, no I was gonna say the visuals were just
0: amazing it took me by surprise and this might be a crazy call but it is for sure my favorite live-action remake from Disney so far the visuals were incredible I just I highly recommend if you guys haven't seen it already and if you're able to please go see it in the theaters it is just magical seeing the visuals blown up on a huge screen like that and this is the intended way to see the movie on a screen this big and you see the details of the water better. It really does it justice to the whole movie but Erica, I totally agree. The hyper realism of the fishes and the the animal characters that we're used to seeing as cartoons It's weird, hyper-realistic like that. It's like I'm watching Nat Geo or something, you know?
1: My overall impressions of the film, like, I, I was really surprised at how much I enjoyed it. And I think some of that was because I hadn't familiarized myself with the movie in a while. So it was refreshing. I was like, oh, wow, like, I forgot she has to go through all this. And, like, it's kind of fun watching her experience I just thought that they updated the movie in the places I felt like they should update. Some of my favorite scenes were her on this island that felt very real and very cultural and very diverse. And the music, like, it just made me feel very, you know, I think sometimes like the old Disney movies, like especially Little Mermaid and Cinderella, it's kind of, there's almost no culture to them. The whole culture of the movie is romance which is great and like has a place but this movie and even the Cinderella remake movie and some of the other remakes that they've touched feels like it kind of puts itself on solid ground a little bit it's it's a lot more grounded it it feels really yeah it feels really like believable I suppose and I really really enjoyed that I loved I mean I think maybe now is, like, a good time to talk about Halle Bailey. Like, she was incredible. She blew me away. Incredible. She was phenomenal. My only, like, one of my critiques is that I feel like some of the CGI that occurred under the water, I felt like we lost some of her acting because of that like there were a couple of scenes where i was just like hallie give it to me what's going on in your face but like the cgi i feel like distorted and not just her like there was definitely some like um facial distortion because we were under the water. I mean, there was a couple of scenes where I was like, "What the hell is with her sisters?" Like it, her sist like her sisters felt a little strange to me in some scenes where I was just like, "What's going on with their hair?" Like it, so the CGI look wasn't perfect, but as a whole, the cinematography beautiful. Although, were you also slightly let down by <laughs> what like What's the, like the city called? Like I mean Atlantis?
0: I'm pretty sure in the original movie it's called Atlantica or something like that. I'm pretty okay, sure. when
1: when the movie when the camera panned up to Atlantis, I was like, seriously? It was literally just like 11 dusty pillars. I was like, for real? No, I
0: agree with that. I I was looking closely at the castle and what it was made out of, but it was kind of just this dingy color of yellow looking coral something. It, it was not that pretty.
1: And, like, would would that be what an underwater castle would look like if there were mermaids? Probably, but, like, it just... Again, the you have there's a cost that comes with remaking an animated movie some of the more visually creative things do have to be transformed to looking realistic hence why we got to um Sebastian um but honestly i didn't mind Sebastian so much as flounder like i don't know there was- Flounder was a little bit strange to me. I was just like, couldn't they have puffed him up a little bit? Like he was so skinny. No, I agree,
0: Erica. Flounder and Sebastian were the two characters that kind of threw me off. Sebastian's eyes, for some reason, I it was weird. It was weird to watch.
1: It's just a little odd to me that King Triton picks a crab as his assistant of all the things he has access to in the ocean. That just that that occurred to me. He's just like following King trying around. I'm just yes, like, Yes, I know. Why don't you want like a swordfish or something? I don't know. Like, why would you pick a measly Jamaican crab to be like, go follow my daughter? Yes. And he's just like, oh, all right. I totally agree. Yes. Anything you oh say, gosh. Master. <laughs> To go swim across the ocean and find my daughter he's like sure thing i'm like surely you could find something that would swim a <laughs> no, little faster no, than <laughs> i agree and if you think about it in the
0: first movie he's the music advisor he isn't even which makes so much more sense yes <clears throat> and now i that guess makes- he got upgraded to assistant which there's definitely more qualified fish yeah. in the ocean
1: but now that I think about it, they did cut the whole scene where like Ariel's late, not to like a father-daughter meeting, which is what happened in this film, but that she was late to this concert, right? Isn't that what happens in the original? Yes. Right, okay. Yeah. Well, we are definitely headed towards a spoiler portion of the podcast, so if you've not yet seen the film, go ahead and watch the film. Come back and listen to the portion when you know exactly what we're talking about. This movie, by and large, was not geared towards children. There were so many jump scares in this movie. Like so many audio like audio driven thriller that like genuinely scared me in some scenes. No, I was like, I was scared too. Yeah, there were there were quite a few jump scares. I would say like overall this film definitely had a darker theme. I mean, the shipwreck scene, like that was really intense, but I, the visuals of that were so amazing.
0: No, I was thinking that too. I was actually concerned for the little girls in this movie theater i was looking at them and i was like are they terrified right now because i'm scared the eels were terrifying those i never want to go in the ocean after seeing those eels and triton i thought he i literally thought he was a goner at the end of the movie i
1: definitely (laughs) thought he died You thought King Triton just, like, doinked off? Well, in the original, it's clear he's still
0: with us. He's just this emulsified shrimp guy. I don't know. He's just burned down to this emulsified shrimp character. Yes, he was a
1: shrimp, yes.
0: Yeah, but he just completely was a goner in this one. And he was just floating down to the depths of the ocean. I was terrified. Yeah, it's just...
1: I don't know I I just I wonder and I've kind of noticed that in a theme with a lot of the Disney remakes and I think that that's I'm not necessarily thinking that that's a bad thing I think if you're remaking a film that's beloved by people that came out a long time ago I think it's fair to cater to that audience of grownups who grew up with that film I think that that's totally fine but was I also thinking in the back of my mind, like, I would never take a child to this movie? Like, absolutely not. I, I really don't think I would. There, I mean, maybe, like, seven, seven or eight, uh, like, plus. Okay, what did you think of Melissa McCarthy? What did I think of Melissa McCarthy? I, to be honest... Oh, no,
0: here's where we differ. No,
1: no, to be honest... I don't know if she stood out to me as much when she stood up with Hallie Bailey. Like I think those scenes kind of fell flat to me because I was, I just really loved Hallie's performance so much that Ursula became less of like that fun side character to watch and more just like a predictable character. I knew exactly where was was. Like I knew exactly where she was going. I thought, her song was fine like melissa mccarthy as far as i know is not a trained singer so i thought the song was fine but i certainly wasn't like wow melissa mccarthy was born to play this role i thought she was fine is that mean yeah is that okay i thought she was phenomenal (laughs) oh frick me okay sorry no it's okay i just
0: thought she was amazing considering her
1: background
0: you know I was just completely immersed in her as Ursula especially during Poor Unfortunate Souls she was a showstopper especially with those visuals around her I just completely believed her and it was just very reminiscent of Pat Carroll for me the original voice of Ursula yeah I just I saw her give several nods to Pat but she still made it her own which I loved I thought she did such a good job and she surprised everyone yeah
1: yeah okay I don't I want to I don't want to eat my words I mean I I do think she was a great job but like I don't know why I was just I'm normally drawn towards the side characters and like the antagonist. I think they're always really enjoyable to watch, but I don't know. I was just genuinely so enthralled with Hallie that I was just like, wow. Like I, I just I thought she was so good. I, I thought. Hallie wow.
0: Was, so Hallie was a showstopper for Hallie you. Hallie was a
1: showstopper for me. I mean, she I just can't think of anyone else that I would want to to play that role like she just is ariel like i don't know she's know. just she embodied that role like full on yes. Full yes okay
0: let's talk about hallie she was adorable erica i feel like she would be our friend in real life
1: oh we would force that
0: oh yeah we would force it but i <laughs> it would be my dream to be friends with her she yeah. completely sold this movie for me She was the epitome of a Disney princess, and you can just tell that's who she is on and off the screen. Her joy and her enthusiasm and this, she has this dreamlike state about her where she's dying to know about the other world, and she completely brought the movie together for me, and don't get me started about her voice. And we had a really good audience, too. Like I said, the theater was completely packed. They were so enthusiastic. They clapped after the Nicole Kidman ad came on. You're kidding. <laughs> and, and after Part of Your World, they just started clapping for her. They were all amazed.
1: Okay, yeah, that does, that does not happen in England. We do, we do not clap, apparently. The, the only scene that I was like, somebody clap was the end of prince eric's song um wild wild uncharted waters when he hit that final note i was like somebody just took me to church i was like hell yes i was like yes jonah i don't know you but i think like we don't i mean we'll talk we could talk about that song in a second but i definitely i mean yeah hallie like the part of your world, I feel like, wow, it just needed everything that Hallie gave it. Like, I believed her performance so much. I mean, my background is a musical theater. I studied that, like dissecting a song and how to perform a song, g- communicating your wants and your needs in a song. When I tell you, Hannah, I believed every ounce of her body and tail that was telling me she wanted to be a human. I was like, I believe you, Haley. Hallie. I was like, I believe you, Hallie. Yes. You want to be part of their world. I'm always harsh on the ingenue. You're harsh. I I don't know why. I'm harsh on the ingenue. I think it's because I don't normally gravitate towards those kinds of characters like, I'm never like, oh my gosh, like, I love you so much, Cinderella. I'm not rooting for them because I know they're going to get what they want no matter what. I'm usually rooting for the antagonists or like, I'm just curious. And I think, I don't think that that's unique. I think there are a lot of people who gravitate towards like the comic relief and those kinds of things. But Hallie was just so convincing in this role. I thought, I thought she blew it out of the water. Um, l- yeah, let's talk songs. I think, um, part of your world, I think needed, it just, it served, like it served everything. The visuals, that last shot of her reaching out to the sky, I was just like, somebody give that girl a pair of legs. I was like, she needs them
0: now. (laughs) Somebody give her some legs. No, I am totally with you. She just had our theater in the palm of her hand. Everything she did, we were just amazed. Our eyes were just glued on her the whole time and I've never experienced this Erica but she had the whole audience clap for her at the end of Part of Your World and I've never seen people clap in a movie musical before. Let's just say it this is the best live action remake they've ever done. I couldn't have asked for a better set of new songs for Ariel and Eric. They were incredible. Eric had a new I want song like Erica was talking about. Uh, his voice just took me by surprise. I couldn't believe that was him singing. Yeah, he took my breath away. And we have to figure out if that's him actually singing. Do we know if
1: that's him singing or not? I, I want to believe that it was him singing because holy crap, that boy can sing. Um, what did you think of For the First Time, the new song by Hallie? Oh, amazing. I, these new songs were incredible. Um...
0: I loved how they portrayed, because in the original, you couldn't really, um, I mean, when Ariel is on land and she's trying to express herself without words, we never got a glimpse of what she was actually feeling. They never did like a cutaway shot or a voice over or anything like that. So it was so nice. I loved how Rob did it. Like they fade into black, and you can totally tell this is like her internal monologue. And she's just singing... It was kind of heartbreaking too. Um this. It was so weird because um, they did a huge climax in the middle of that song. And then Eric is rushing up the stairs and there's this huge anticipation of them meeting for the first time and to see if he remembers her. And then they meet and the music stops and then he realizes she does not have a voice. And then he just leaves so disappointed and she And then she just has this it turns back into music and she's singing like, did I just give up my entire life for this guy? And he doesn't even care for me, which I kind of like that because it because it throws away this idea of love at first sight, which is not super realistic.
1: I think this movie really fleshed out the stakes for Ariel. I mean, I know this is just like a silly Disney movie, like the stakes are made up like every movie is but like I really felt like the stakes were so fleshed out for her that she really did give up her life for this dream to be a human and that felt really palpable to me especially the um part of your world reprise when you know skip ahead but when she sees that um eric is proposed to this other woman she's down in the water and she has that reprise I was just like oh she she's she's given up her life like I just felt that moment so so deeply which I feel like is one of the most valuable parts about getting these Disney remakes is like you get you get a little bit more human out of these characters because they've got this very modern touch. And I really, really loved that a lot. Should we address something we haven't addressed yet? Yes, I think we've been avoiding it. Go ahead. Scuttle.
0: Oh, I know. Okay, yes, scuttle. But also,
1: I need to talk about this rap for a second. Um, Listen to me, Hannah. I knew walking into this i was like okay i know lin-manuel miranda is a part of this i knew he was a producer i know he was responsible for modernizing some of these lyrics making them appropriate but i'm sat and i'm watching it and i'm like where is he like i haven't found i haven't found any like miranda-y thing in this movie yet and then that damn bird flew through that window (laughs) and started rapping and i completely shut down i thought to myself lin manuel get your grimy rap hands off of disney characters stop it let me stop you right there dude
0: okay uh, <laughs> that is absolutely true i know i was thinking that too. it was like any moment i there's not a flare of lynn yet <laughs> then that bird flew in um okay <laughs> let me just say something there is something <laughs> so timeless about an alan manken and howard ashman score it can be played for decades to come oh, it's decades. beautiful
1: weddings graduations that song those those songs are making the cultural yes and it's just
0: enchanting but when you slide another hamilton-esque lin-manuel miranda rap in i am completely (laughs) taken out of the film and don't get me wrong in the heights is one of my all-time favorite musicals me and erica grew up doing theater so we deeply respect lynn he is one of the greatest composers and lyricists of our generation but there's a time and place for rap a time and place i know and it's just not consistent with what we've been hearing for the past two hours We've been hearing these beautiful orchestrations. These songs are so timeless. The score is a masterpiece. But then you throw in a rap about scuttlebutts. And I'm distracted.
1: It's distracting. It's so distracting. You know what was also distracting for me? You know I have complicated relationship with Aquafina. I do. You know this. I struggle with aquafina i think aquafina is such a talented actress and hollywood needs to stop giving her quirky animal roles. she just has such a cool unique voice that automatically she speaks and i'm like that's oh, aquafina so recognizable like it's just almost it's just almost too recognizable too yeah. distinct to be truthful to the story yeah i, I totally suppose. agree <clears throat> so like that was strike 1, Aquafina playing Scuttle. Strike 2, Aquafina sings a Lin-Manuel Miranda song. I could not agree with you more. You know what song I love that comes on at a kid's party? <laughs> um How Far I'll Go yes. from Moana. What a wonderful song. You know what song I will never touch again? Shiny you know what song I will never touch again? That freaking donkey song from Incanto. Why does he do this? <laughs> Here we
0: you are about to
1: upset a oh. lot of people. <laughs> are you for real? <laughs> people like the donkey song. She's chucking donkeys into the air and rapping. That is. Not aesthetically pleasing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what song I'll never touch again? Shiny. (laughs) 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 Erica, I am obsessed with what you're saying. It's just confusing to me because I really want to know the legal stuff behind this because Disney must sign a contract with him saying that he'll do X amount of movies with him for the next however many years. I just, I just don't love it. It's like, why do we have to throw in Lynn's style of these quick rap songs that he's so known for? But it. Does it fit in the movie? No, but we feel like we have to add it in because it's Lynn manuel Miranda. It's confusing why they do that. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I love Lin's music. It's almost just like having a cake every time you hear his music. And do I want a cake for every meal of the day? no I need it sprinkled in here and there after dinner after the main course it's just so much more appealing when we don't hear him in every single Disney movie
1: it's completely oversaturated exactly do do I do I want Lynn to come in and update lyrics that you know are pro consent absolutely does that also warrant him giving him a bird rap song I don't think it warrants that (laughs)
0: i knew it this was the scene i was watching and i was like i know exactly what erica's thinking
1: right now oh i knew it oh yeah and the people next to me also knew exactly how i felt i audibly groaned i was like oh my god i was like no
0: (laughs) okay we should go into stand out versus sit down scene for you so was that your least favorite scene of the
1: movie erica well, I just I I just moaned for a long time. So how about you share your stand-up scene and I'll share mine?
0: Oh, it was so hard to pick because there were so many scenes that caught my eye and stood out to me. But and this was such a tiny Wait, moment, can but, I guess?
1: Oh yeah, 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 guess. Is it at the end of Kiss the Girl when they're like sitting on the boat and he's guessing her name?
0: <gasps> I love Love that part oh my god that wasn't what i was thinking of
1: oh okay i'm
0: sorry yeah, i'm sorry they updated please it finish it in such a cute way they wrote for eric to guess ariel's name in a really cute way it was so sweet i really love that moment
1: yeah was that yours so cute that was definitely my standout scene i loved it it was so cute just that whole the kiss kiss the girl scene that was my standout scene oh for yeah sure. i need to watch that again and i
0: just need to rewatch this whole movie i want to go see it again but i'm thinking of in the very beginning during the shipwreck scene max eric's dog jumps overboard and it was such a small detail but ariel max has a long way to swim so ariel from underneath the water helps guide max to the boat wasn't that a sweet moment
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, but that was about 0. 0.3 seconds of the film. That surely cannot be your standout scene. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought it was a nice detail. I just thought it was such a sweet moment. I, I no, don't No, I don't want to judge you. If that's what it is, that's what it is. It's just, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't shocked.
0: Okay. well this whole movie i was just so captivated by the visuals and it's hard to pick scenes out of that um okay this might be a little controversial but under the sea was a little disappointing is that crazy interesting hannah yeah i liked it But this one's tough because it's under the sea. One of the most iconic musical numbers from the original movie. You know what did it for me? I think it was just the visuals. I am a graphic designer, so color palettes really matter to me. And I felt like they just chose the most random sea creatures. Like the patterns and the colors of all the fish just did not go together. And this is so nitpicky, but... It just – I feel like the original in the cartoon, the colors are just bouncing off the screen, and it wasn't really doing that for me.
1: I wonder if they – they must have had to sit down with, like, a marine biologist and be like, do these exist? I've never seen sea creatures like that before. Yeah. I mean, I've also never really been in the ocean, but (laughs) – Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right – To be honest, I totally forgot about Under the Sea. Like, it just kind of was a number that I neglected to remember. Is that maybe and maybe that's because there was just this was a long film. I think that's also something that surprised me. Like, I think the original was like an hour 45 and this was like two and a half hours. So that's a lot of content new content so i think i was a little bit more gravitating like i gravitated a little bit more towards the newer scenes yeah i totally agree okay so you're st- okay so standout scene was the dog which great and the sit down you're you're like under the sea could have used a a consistent palette
0: yes i'm sorry i don't know why that's just i thought that was such a cute choice like how i don't know she's like torn between like actually Mm. acting
1: on her choices and stuff but yeah i think i I know i loved that touch i thought that was so so sweet i'm i'm glad you mentioned that because i do wonder if people caught that it was it was so so quick um
0: what was your okay what was the scene that didn't do it for you
1: What was this? I mean, I think it's obvious that scuttlebutt is something I never, ever want to experience ever in my life. There's also another standout scene for me. The last scene was so sweet. That moment between Ariel and her dad. I was touched. I got a little choked up. I'm a daddy's girl. I loved I loved that relationship so much. When she like swims down to the bottom and she was like, You were gonna sa- you sacrificed yourself for me and he Oh my was gosh, just yes. Like, oh Yeah. It was
0: just so
1: sweet. And then he was talking to Sebastian or whatever and he was just like, Well then I guess there's only one problem left and he was like that's the something something i'm gonna miss how much i'll miss her and like turns her into a human and it was just so sweet so cute and i'm pretty
0: sure that's the exact same lines from the original too i yeah just thought that was so heartwarming and yeah i love the send-off um they got rid of, like, the, they didn't do the wedding scene for this one. They just skipped to the honeymoon and sending them off. And it was just, it was so believable to me that they were just going to go off on their adventure and explore the world together. And I wonder if they'll, like, try
1: to do a sequel for this one. But I freaking hope not. <laughs> I don't <know. laughs> know why but i just don't want them to do that yeah (laughs) i just feel like disney needs to start sending some energy towards like not making their theme parks cost three hundred thousand dollars like i just feel like disney needs to sort out their priorities right now yeah They've Yeah, they've got they've got some creases to iron oh to answer your question about my stand down scene i mean i guess i I I can't think of anyone more specific than the scuttlebutt. So I'm like, sorry, it's the scuttlebutt for me. And probably like now that I think about it under the sea, I probably agree with you. It's not it clearly didn't stand out to me that much. I also felt really confused by her sisters. Like, I don't know why I felt like there were so many of them. I feel like we didn't get any sister interactions with her like I feel like the first the original like they're braiding each other's hair a little bit are they not I don't know I feel like they're like talking to her a little bit no I think they are for sure and this one I just don't feel like they really interacted much at all and I know they put a lot of work into the casting of these sisters like it was beautifully diverse such great actresses um and it just was like, it felt pointless to care about the casting so much, given how little we saw them.
0: I told, I wrote that down, actually. I was like, the one thing I would have changed, or one of the things I would change is, I would have just gotten a little more backstory on the sisters and even their family dynamic, because they had some crazy good names for the sisters playing these parts. Um, like Simone Ashley, she didn't have... I don't think she had like, she had one line, I think. And she must have been like, this is it? This is all you're giving me? And I just wanted to see more. Like I wanted, I read somewhere online that they were supposed to represent, all the sisters were supposed to represent the seven seas of the ocean, which is so cool, but they never went into that. they never told us that. They never explained that very much. And I just want to, I just wish they went, more into that because i i'm like yeah where do they live what's their bedrooms look like i want to see them braiding each other's hair like i want to see that Mm,
1: yeah or even learn a little bit more about i mean i know they mentioned the mom a bunch of times like she was killed by humans i'm i'm part of me is just like i like when a movie doesn't spell out what happened in the past because it's a little bit like i don't care i'm gonna assume that your mom died and that's why you feel the way that you feel about these like I I didn't necessarily need them to flesh it out but I wish they would have like put those actresses to use but now that we're talking about it I do have my sit down scene or like my scene that I wish stayed on the editing board yeah okay they're on the boat she has this gorgeous moment with her dad He sends them, he's about to send them off. And then he was like, you always have all of us. And then all of the mermaids popped up and like propped themselves on boats. I was like, is this the whole population? (laughs) There was like 12 of them. I was like, are you guys, how does this, I don't know. It just felt unnecessarily cheesy to me. And like the CGI looked kind of strange, like, the camera, like, lifted up and did, like, a bird's eye view. And, like, some of the CGI of their tails, I was like, y'all should have cleaned that up in post. What <laughs> is happening? Just a side story on that moment really quick. So, um, surprisingly,
0: so like I said, like, there was a ton of adults at this theater showing. Um, A lot of, like, uh, male gay couples, surprisingly, too, which I thought was Iconic. cool. And so a couple walks in. They sit behind me. That merman comes on screen and they do an audible, Oh my God. (laughs) They were like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it was like, wait, wait, what are they talking about? And then it cuts to the merman again. And was like, okay, yes, yes, yes. I agree. It was just so funny. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. It was one of those guys, but they... They had a lot of merman um, in that scene, and one of them just <laughs> stuck out. If you see the movie, just look out for a merman number. I think he had a pink tail or something, but yeah, I caught the attention of. Some that's comment. so
1: funny. No, that I did. That I did not catch that at all. Yeah, I mean, I think that's we kind of covered the bases. Hannah, do you have any other f- concluding, closing thoughts about this film? No, I think overall. We
0: both agreed it was definitely better than what we were thinking it would be. It was such a breath of fresh air. I felt like um, I just felt like I was in a Disney ride the whole time. Like one of those immersive Disney park theme rides where it's like um, a small world or something where you're just sitting back relaxing and watching this scene completely immerse you into their world it was so good i loved it and um the things that we would change were or at least for me were pretty minor so i really liked it yeah it was yeah i I want to see it again
1: really would you go
0: and see it again i probably would yeah and also i just cannot imagine seeing this on the like on a tv screen i would highly encourage you if you haven't already go see it in the theater if you can it is I think it's a movie to see in the theater for sure just those visuals
1: um but yeah and for you is any more thoughts no I like I really really enjoyed it I thought it was a great movie and I think it's definitely Mm -hmm. worth worth going and and seeing what it's seeing what it's all about amazing well That was our Little Mermaid review.
0: It was so sweet. Yeah, go see it if you haven't already. Um, Thank you, guys. If you're still here, thank you so much. We have so much in store for the summer. There are going to be crazy cool movies coming out this summer. I'm so excited for.
1: Oh, my gosh. The film industry is back this summer. We've got such incredible movies. If there's a movie you're looking forward to seeing... Let us know. We are equally as excited to see it and look forward to chatting all about them. Well, guys, that's the end of the pod. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you can get out and see this film. And if you do, please let us know what you think. Amazing. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Movie
0: Buffs. If you guys want to hear even more from us, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at The Movie Buffs
1: Pod. See you guys next time. Bye, guys. The Movie Buffs.